Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick, on Twitter, Gratitude underscore Chick, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Welcome to a reading today of The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. This book it was the catalyst that helped me to buy my current house. And not only was it the catalyst, but I literally went from looking at houses before even being pre-approved for a loan or anything, just looking at houses on around, I'd say, June, the second week in June, because the first week I was in Destin, Florida. So the second week of June 2019 to being, to um, closing on this house July 15th. So it's literally 30 days from the time I was, I was looking, I was approved and I closed 30 days. July 15th was my closing day, 2019, the day I got the keys. So, and and this book was the catalyst for it to go that fast because my lease on my townhouse was up and I didn't want to renew that lease. I wanted to put money, I had been there for six years, I paid well over $100,000 in those six years in rent and I said, you know what, let me put some equity into something that is mine so when I leave, I'll be able to get cash back in my hand. And that is what I did. So we're going to start with, um, before chapter one, there is a little like four pages that says how this book can work, miracles in your life. So we're going to start there. I have seen miracles happen to men and women in all walks of life all over the world. Miracles will happen to you too when you begin using the magic power of your subconscious mind. This book is designed to teach you that your habitual thinking and imagery mold fashion and create your destiny. For as a man thinketh in his subconscious mind, so is he. Do you know the answers? Why is one man sad and another man happy? Why is one man joyous and prosperous and another man poor and miserable? Why is one man fearful and anxious and another full of faith and confidence? Why does one man have a beautiful, luxurious home while another man lives out a meager existence in a slum? Why is one man a great success and another an abject failure? Why is one speaker outstanding and immensely popular and another mediocre and unpopular? Why is one man a genius in his work or profession while the other man toils and moils all his life without doing or accomplishing anything worthwhile? Why is one man healed of a so-called incurable disease and another isn't? Why is it so many good, kind, religious people suffer the tortures of the damned in their mind and body? Why is it many immoral and irreligious people succeed and prosper and enjoy radiant health? Why is one woman happily married and her sister very unhappy and frustrated? 
Is there an answer to these questions in the workings of your conscious and subconscious minds? There most certainly is. The reason for writing this book, it is for the express purpose of answering and clarifying the above questions and many others of a similar nature that motivated me to write this book. I have endeavored to explain the great fundamental truths of your mind in the simplest language possible. I believe that it is perfectly possible to explain the basic foundational and fundamental laws of life and of your mind in ordinary everyday language. <clears throat> you will find that the language of this book is that used in your daily papers, current periodicals, in your business offices, in your home, and in the daily workshop. I urge you to study this book and apply the techniques outlined therein, and as you do, I feel absolutely convinced that you will lay hold of a miracle working power that will lift you up from confusion, misery, melancholy, and failure and guide you to your true place. Solve your difficulties, sever you from emotional and physical bondage, and place you in the royal road to freedom, happiness, and peace of mind. The miracle working power of your subconscious mind can heal your excuse me, can heal you of your sicknesses, make you vital and strong again. In learning how to use your inner powers, you will open the prison door of fear and enter into a life described by Paul as the glorious liberty of the sons of God, releasing the miracle working power. A personal healing will ever be the most convincing evidence of our subconscious powers. Over 42 years ago, I resolved a malignancy in medical terminology. It was called a sarcoma by using the healing power of my subconscious mind, which created me and still maintains and governs all my vital functions. The technique I applied is elaborated on in this book, and I feel sure that it will help others to trust the same infinite healing presence lodged in the subconscious depths of all men. Through the kindly offices of my doctor friend, I suddenly realized that it was natural to assume that the creative intelligence which made all my organs, fashioned my body, and started my heart could heal its own handiwork. I believe that too. The ancient proverb says, the doctor dresses the wound and God heals it. Wonders happen when you pray effectively. Scientific prayer is a harmonious interaction of the subconscious, I'm sorry, of the conscious and subconscious levels of mind scientifically directed for a specific purpose. This book will teach you the scientific way to tap the realm of infinite power within you, enabling you to get what you really want in life. You desire a happier, fuller, and richer life. Begin to use this miracle working power and smooth your way in daily affairs. Solve business problems and bring harmony in family relationships. Be sure that you read this book several times. The many chapters will show you how this wonderful power works and how, how you can draw out the hidden inspiration and wisdom that is within you. Learn the simple techniques of impressing the subconscious mind. Follow the new scientific way in tapping the infinite storehouse. Read this book carefully, earnestly, and lovingly. Prove to yourself the amazing way it can help you. 
It could be, and I believe it will be, the turning point of your life. And it was for me. Everybody prays. Do you know how to pray effectively? How long is it since you prayed as part of your everyday activities? In an emergency, in time of danger or trouble, in illness, and when death lurks, prayer pours, prayers pour forth your own and friends. Just read your daily newspaper. It is reported that prayers are being offered up all over the nation for a child stricken with a so-called incurable ailment. For peace among nations, for a group of miners trapped in a flooded mine, Later, it is reported that when rescues, the miners said that they prayed while waiting for rescue. An airplane pilot says that he play, prayed as he made a successful emergency landing. Certainly, prayer is an ever-present help in time of trouble. But you do not have to wait for trouble to make prayer an integral and constructive part of your life. The dramatic answers to prayer make headlines and are the subject of testimonies to the effectiveness of prayer. What of the many humble prayers of children, the simple thanksgiving of grace at the table daily, the faithful devotionals wherein the individual seeks only communion with God? My work with people has made it necessary for me to study the various approaches to prayer. I have experienced the power of prayer in my own life and I have talked and worked with many people who also have enjoyed the help of prayer. The problem usually is how to tell others how to pray. People who are in trouble have difficulty in thinking and acting reasonably. They need an easy formula to follow, an obviously workable pattern that is simple and specific. Often they must be led to approach the emergency. <clears throat> unique feature of this book of this book the unique feature of this book is its down-to-earth practicality here you are presented with simple usable techniques and formulas which you can easily apply in your workaday world I have taught these simple processes to men and women all over the world and recently over a thousand men and women of all religious affiliations attended a special class in Los Angeles where I presented the highlights of what is offered in the pages of this book. Many came from distances of 200 miles for each, for each class lesson. The special features of this book will appeal to you because they show you why oftentimes you get the opposite of what you prayed for and reveal to you the reasons why. People have asked me in all parts of the world and thousands of times, why is it I have prayed and prayed and get no answer? In this book, you will find the reasons for this common complaint. <clears throat> Again, it goes back to something that I've said um, in one of my recordings with um, the series Manifesting in the Bible. The pray and pray and pray and push and pray until something happens mantra, I don't agree with because... Number one, the Bible says you pray. Sometimes that when, when we pray, we ask amiss. And why do we ask amiss? You're, if you're praying for things that you've already been given the power to get, what, what are you praying for? You're praying for healing. The Bible says by his stripes we are already healed. Our bodies are self-healing. So now, you, how are you praying? 
if you're praying, Lord, please heal me, your, the Bible says by his stripes we are already healed. So thank you, Lord, for my healing. You have to know how to pray. Really, you do. Most people are not praying correctly. They're asking for things that's already given to them. Instead of saying, thank you for this. Lord, this is what's going on with me. Thank you that you've already provided provision for me before I even knew I was going to go through this. Thank you for my healing. Thank you for the funds. Thank you for my riches. Thank you for the power to get wealth. Like these are things that we already know if you just read your Bible that they're already there. The laws of the universe are there for everyone. There is no respecter of persons. So in that instance, I definitely understand why people continue to pray for the same thing and they don't get it. It's the same way if you have a child and he asks for something over and over and over and over and over and over again. You heard him the first time. If you know that that, and I'm not saying we are nothing like God. God is nothing like us. I am not trying to put God in this. But think for yourself. If you know you, you tell your child, you only have to ask me once, why then do you ask God multiple times? You only have to ask him once. And then some things you really don't have to ask for because they've already been given. You just need to pray. You just send him a prayer of gratitude. In this book, you will find the reasons for this common complaint. The many ways of impressing the subconscious mind and getting the right answers make this an extraordinarily valuable book and an ever-present help in time of trouble. What do you believe? It is not the thing believed in that brings me, excuse me, it is not the thing believed in that brings an answer to man's prayer. The answer to prayer results when the individual's subconscious mind responds to the mental picture or thought in his mind. This law of belief is operating in all religions of the world and is the reason why they are psychological in nature. The Buddhist, the Christian, the Muslim, and the Hebrew all may get answers to their prayers, not because of their particular creed, religion, affiliation, ritual, ceremony, formula, liturgy, incantation, sacrifices, or offerings, but solely because of belief or mental acceptance and receptivity about that for which they pray. The law of life is the law of belief, and belief could be summed up briefly as a thought in your mind. As a man thinks, feels, and believes, so is the condition of his mind, body, and circumstances. But let, me, let, me, let me just say that again. As a man thinks, feels, and believes, and I would venture to add, speaks, so is the condition of his mind, body, and circumstances. And I teach everybody in our group that we, mani- that we manifest by our thoughts, our words, our beliefs, and our feelings. This book was written about over about 100 years ago. And as he says, as a man thinks, feels, and believes, so is the condition of his mind, body, and circumstances. So when someone tells you that your life is a product of the things that you have thought, the things that you have believed, the things that you speak, and the things that you feel, 
and you think that is trash and it is garbage and you do not want to believe that you have done this to yourself, the first part is owning up to the things that you have thought and believed and felt and, 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 and spoken in your life. That was a hard pill for me to swallow. But in order for you to change your beliefs, to get what you want, that is the first step. You have to be willing to tell yourself, you did this to you. You did this. And you, ha- and you should always go back and pinpoint when and where you went wrong. I know mine. You can't account for how other people have treated you. As a child, I couldn't, I can't account for the things that happened to me as a child, you know, when my mother died and all that stuff that happened to me as a child. I can't, I can't account for that. It's, it's, that's not my issue. That is the people that did those things to me. That's their issue. So while that was definitely affected a lot of stuff for me, it is still a choice. And while I was ignorant to this and how I believed, I was very ignorant to that. In the 90s, there was no YouTube and things like that and, and, and Kindle and, and what else? Social media for me to be able to see things to make me think and say, oh, wow, wait a minute. There wasn't any of that. So unless I went to the library to to figure it out and what how can you go to the library to figure out something you don't even know to figure out. <coughs> so it was very hard for people before the internet came about to figure these things out if they had never heard it before, especially those of us raised in the church because the church does not teach you these things. So, for me, I wholeheartedly believe that once you change your thinking, your speaking, your beliefs, and your feelings, you have changed your life. But in order to get to that point, you have to first make the conscious decision to tell yourself, You did this to you. You did this. Because you thought this, this happens. Because when we believe something, we believe with our entire body, our feelings, it is in us. So whatever is going on in your life today that is within your control, you did this to yourself. And I want you to get that and understand that because once you do, then you will have the power to change your tomorrow right now. As a man thinks, feels, and believes, so is the condition of his mind, body, and circumstances. A technique, a methodology based on an understanding of what you are doing and what you are doing And why you are doing it will help you to bring about a subconscious embodiment of all the good things of life. Essentially, an answer prayer is the realization of your heart's desire. Desire is prayer. Everyone desires health, happiness, security, peace of mind, true expression, 
but many fail to achieve clearly defined results. A university professor admitted to me recently, I know that if I changed my mental pattern and redirected my emotional life, my ulcers would not recur, but I do not have any technique, process, or modus operandi. My mind wanders back and forth on my many problems and I feel frustrated, defeated, and unhappy. This, proce- this professor had a desire for perfect health. He needed a knowledge of the way his mind worked, which will enable him to fulfill his desire. By practicing the healing methods outlined in this book, he became whole and perfect. There is one mind common to all individual men, Emerson. The miracle working powers of your subconscious mind existed before you and I were born, before any church or world existed. The great internal, eternal truths and principles of life antedate all religions. It is with these thoughts in mind that I urge you in the following chapters to lay hold of this wonderful, magical, transforming power which will bind up mental and physical wounds, proclaim liberty to the fear-ridden mind, and liberate you completely from the limitations of poverty, failure, misery, lack, and frustration. All you have to do is unite mentally and emotionally with the good you wish to embody and the creative powers of your subconscious will respond accordingly. Begin now, today, let wonders happen in your life. Keep on keeping on until the day breaks and the shadows flee away. So I I was going to read that and then chapter one, but we are at 21 minutes, so... I'll end this here and then I'll start chapter one for a new episode because I don't want to make this an hour long. I want you guys to be able to listen while you're, you know, driving to the store or whatever. So I will come back and, and do another chapter. I When I say that I didn't read this book, I listened to it on audio in 2019. So I, I want you guys to really read this because it really... It really is transformative. It really is. It is one of the best books that I've read that's very, very transformative. So I definitely want you guys to tune in, listen up, and um, let's let's get this going. I may put the other book on hold just to read this so that we can go back to back. Anyway, I hope you guys um, have a great day. Make sure to add gratitude as a part of your daily practice. You guys know what it is. Gratitude is a mood changer. It is a a vibrational lifter. So make sure that you add it always to your daily practice. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Lawanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow us on our new YouTube page at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in our description box for a good deal on starting your own dropshipping business with Shopify. Shopify.